We want to begin reading this morning if you want to go to the book of Micah chapter 6. But also, if you want to go to the book of Micah chapter 6 and also want to go back to the book of Proverbs chapter 22, uh, we'll begin in these two places here in just a moment. We're going to begin with Micah chapter 6, uh, but we'll also soon turn back to the book of Proverbs uh, chapter 22 as you're turning back to those two uh, places. So this morning in the book of Micah chapter 6, and I want you, if you will, let's skip on down to about the uh, eighth verse, if you want to read along with me. Beginning in verse 8, Micah chapter 6 and verse 8. He hath showed me, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? So Micah begins to ask the question, said, "Are we? should we walk in this capacity? And he talks about humbly with the Lord. Let's go back to the book of Proverbs chapter 22. So this morning, together with humility, together with humility, what goes with humility this morning? Proverbs chapter 22, and let's skip down to the fourth verse. Micah says, should we walk in humility? Proverbs 22 and in verse 4 says, By humility and the fear of the Lord. What goes with? What's together with humility? They go hand in hand. And the fear of the Lord. Those are the actions or those are the choices you have. But what does that yield? What does that bring forth? Well, let's go ahead and see what goes together with humility. There are riches and honor and life. So again, the book of Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 4 says, By humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. What does it mean, the word humility? The word humility right here in Proverbs 22 in the fourth verse means poor. Now, folks, one of the greatest things we can do in this life is to realize how poor we are compared to God. Folks, we're talking about one that already owns cattle on a thousand hills. He owns it all. We are not richer than God. And when I say richer, I'm talking about possessions. We do not possess anything that is of our own. We don't have that. Humility comes when you realize it is every bit God's. Your life, guess what that is? It's God. Your health, guess who that belongs to? It belongs to God. Your jobs, your houses, everything about us we must realize in humility that we are poor. You know, the Bible teaches that it's easier for the, for the camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter to heaven. And, and that's not implying that people with material things in life cannot go to heaven. What he's saying is they have to understand that it's the poorness of their soul that they have to realize that they still need God in their life. So when... Solomon says here, by humility and the fear of the Lord, he's talking about that they've got to be humble and they have to realize they are poor. You know, a lot of times when we talk about praying, it's about a, a position of, of, of kneeling down, a lot of people do, or even sometimes we take our head and we bow down. And the idea is that we realize is that we're either looking upon the dirt or we're laying down upon the dirt to realize that in the eyes of God, we are nothing more than the dust of the earth that God created man. And folks, today, when you realize that we are nothing to God, we become poor. 
And we become to that place that we, we, we become dependent upon God to supply our needs. So what goes with humility this morning? What, what is it that, that goes together with humility? It's the fact that we have to realize that in the eyes of God, we are nothing today. That we are just creatures created by Him, but more importantly, for Him. And I believe in that this morning. Not only are we created by Him, we are created for Him. But it talks about how that, 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 that by humility and the fear of the Lord. I want to turn over to the book of, back just a minute to the book of Psalms chapter 10. Psalms chapter 10, I want to turn back and read for just a minute. Beginning in the 12th verse. What about those that are humble? Is there a difference between those that are humble and those that are, that have pride or maybe even those that, that, that feel like they have what they need? Verse 12 says this, Psalms 10. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up thine hand, forget not the humble. Wherefore doth the wicked contempt God? And what that means is, is that, do they, are they just renouncing him? He has said in his heart, Thou wilt not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest mischief and spite to requite it with thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee. Did you hear the word poor come out again? When we talked about how that, 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 that the part of the very things we're talking about with humility is, is that we have to realize we're poor. You see, a poor person must depend on others to feed them and supply their needs. Infants today have to realize is that they have to depend on their parents to feed them and to supply their needs. Folks, it's a great place when human beings get to a place in their life where they depend on God to grant them the things they cannot do themselves. And let me ask you this. Name me something today you cannot do yourself. There are some things we can do, but folks, there's... Many things that we cannot do. You can't save yourself. You cannot find favor with God. You cannot live a righteous life. All these things are encompassing saying we cannot do them by ourselves. We need God. And yet the poor, notice what he says here in that uh, uh, 14th verse, the poor committeth himself unto thee. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Notice there are people that were in need and God is able to supply their needs. This morning, what goes along with humility, what's together with humility is, we realize is that when we sink, it's not that God wants to put us down in despair saying, now I want you to see who's in charge. He wants us to bring us down low in that humility and in that humble state that we might depend on Him, that He might lift us up. Folks, let me ask you this. Is there a difference in you standing up by yourself versus God picking you up? Absolutely there is. And you know what? Many of us in our pride will stand up on our own power and our own wisdom and our own knowledge and our own strength. But it is okay this morning if you are picked up by God. And I want to say that one more time. It is okay in your life if you are picked up by God. For that means God's hand is upon your life. And you know what I'm thankful for? The hand of God in my life. There's been times in my life that I have fallen. There's, there's times that I can be out walking. I kind of stumble and I catch myself on a couch or maybe a, a railing or something. But you see, with God, there's times I have fallen flat on my face and I was there in despair. And you know, a lot of times when I fall in public, I look around, who was watching? I hope nobody saw that happen. You know, sometimes spiritually we, we become ashamed that, that, that we have fallen in our life, that we, we are poor or that, that, that we're fatherless and we need help in our life. 
Folks, it's okay to do that because God can provide the things you need in your life. And there's a lot of things we can mention this morning, but he's talking about the poor. He's talking about if you realize that you're poor, uh, you know, there's, there's a phrase that I've heard that people live above their means. And what that, all that saying is, is that there are people today that, that they're not able to do something, but they want to be able to do that. You see today, I thank God today that, that, that we don't have anything and that God can grant us everything that we stand in need of. Whether you're poor and you need that help, whether you're the fatherless, He's there. But He goes on to tell him, He says, Break thou the arm of the wicked and the evil man. He says, Seek out his wickedness till thou find none. The Lord is the King forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of His land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. He said, Lord, you've heard me. You know what I believe in this morning? I believe that we can commune with God and know that He has heard us. My fear is there's a lot of people talking to God hoping that He hears. There's a lot of people that talk to God saying, well, maybe you heard me, folks. I believe that we can pray knowing. For thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart and thou wilt cause thine ear to hear. To judge the fatherless, the oppressed, the man of the uh, earth, he may no more oppress. So this morning as we're reading this, and here in the book of Proverbs, it says, by humility. And all of these things and all these needs we have in our life, God can provide them. But he also goes on to say, when he mentions humility, it are those people that are meek. Matthew chapter 5 tells us that blessed are the meek. And this is in verse 5. Blessed are the meek. Notice what, let me just read that real quick. Matthew 5 and 5 says this. Blessed Blessed are the meek which shall inherit the earth. Who are, or let me ask you this. What are the characteristics of meek people? For when we talk about humble people, if a humble person is a meek person... Then he talks about, he says, for they shall inherit the earth. What he means is, they can live on this earth in peace if they do these things. For he says, uh, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Well, they're going to enjoy his kingdom here on this earth. And that's what he's saying. But those that are meek, they are simply people that are easily influenced. Now preacher, that doesn't sound too good that if we're going to walk around this world... Easily influenced. Now, let's go a step further than that. I don't mean that we should be or believe that he's teaching us to be easily influenced by the world, but easily influenced by the Spirit of God. And what I mean by that is this. Is there anybody here that struggles knowing, Lord, is this your will? Is there anybody else here this morning that struggles saying, Lord... What am I supposed to do or how am I supposed to do this? We struggle this. We struggle with all of these things in our life and we're trying to seek out the will of the Lord. And he's saying, if you are meek and you are humble, you will trust God and you don't have to understand God, you will trust God. And I will say that again. There is a difference between understanding God and trusting God. The meek are easily influenced by God. If God says do it, then you just do it. And that's what he's talking about. He says not only are they easily influenced, they are flexible. And there's another word that it actually means to be adaptable. And what does it mean to be flexible? You know, one of the, one of the glorious things I love about our services here each and every week is we have to be meek. 
Or, let me say that a little bit different, we have to be flexible. Folks, there's not a one of us that knows what God's going to do when we walk in here this morning. We have no clue how many people saved. We have no clue how many people's lost. We don't know how many people and what they've gone through in their life. I don't know what your week has beheld. I don't know what your, your, your home life has been. I don't know what your job's been like. I don't know what your school life is like. There's a lot of things I do not know, but I know this, God knows. And the meek, we just trust God. We're flexible. We're adjustable. If God wants us to do something, then we just do it. You know, a lot of times we kind of get a format and an order about things. But you know, I've been in services, folks, where, where God just begins to work. And you know what happens to our order? We just throw it out the window and we just kind of, we're flexible. Why? Because we're meek. And if you've got a need in your life, I can tell you this, it's okay if we stop. You know, you know I, sometimes I keep preaching with people on the altar. Sometimes we'll stop and we'll, we'll pray with them. And then sometimes we may preach again. You see, I want to be flexible this morning. I want to be meek and realize is that it's not not about an order of a service. It's not about how I want to do things or how you want. We want God's will done this day. And if your heart is heavy this morning, you don't have to sit where you're at. You don't have to stay where you are. You can seek after Him. For He says that if we have humility, and that's what He's talking about. Remember what Micah says, should we walk humbly with God? And here we read in Proverbs 22 and 4, by humility and fear of the Lord. You know, I hope that we can adapt and we can move and we can be flexible with the Lord and what He wants to do. I hope we don't say, well, we've got to hurry up and get out of here. Or we've got to hurry up and let the preacher preach. Or I hope you're not sitting here saying, I've got to wait on that preacher to finish so I can testify. Folks, if you need to testify, you testify. If you need to pray, you pray. You need to sing, you just sing. It's all about you accomplishing what you need in your life. For He says here, by humility and fear. You know, that, that's pretty easy to understand. If you've got a, a, I call it a healthy fear. You know, when it comes to electricity, I believe there's, there should be a healthy fear of something that could bring harm or danger upon you. By humility and fear of the Lord. Now, the, the Lord there, if you'll notice, that's in all caps. All caps just means, when he says that, that's just talking about Yahweh. Or, and and all he, when he's talking about Yahweh there, that means he is self-existent and he's eternal. You see today, folks, what God has to give us, He didn't get from somebody else. He is the originator of it all. If I was to loan you a dollar or give you a dollar, somewhere along the way somebody gave it to me or I mowed their yard or I cleaned something or did something or earned a dollar and I gave it to you, I just passed it along. But you see, God's not giving us something that somebody gave Him. It is something that is the crea- He is the creator of. He is self-existent. You see, this morning when you get saved, it's not that God gave it to, somebody gave it to God and then God's going to give it to you folks. He's the creator of salvation. He is the creator of deliverance. He is the creator of providing for the poor. He's the creator of, of helping those that are fatherless. He is self-existent in and of himself. For he said, by humility and fear of the Lord. Aren't you glad that's not the end of that? But there's more. He says, what's going to happen to that is, he said, are riches and honor and life. Riches and honor and life. You know, I believe if you'll read over in the book of Second uh, Peter uh, chapter 5, excuse me, First Peter chapter 5 and verse 5, it says, God resists the proud, uh, but He also goes on to say that He gives us grace to those that are humble. You know, this day I believe there are great needs in our life that, that, that we need God to, uh, to come along and help us out. That there's times in our life that we need God to provide the things that we cannot provide for ourselves. And that's where humility comes in. And when we humble ourselves, I believe that God not only can, but I believe He will hear us. 
I want to turn back just a little bit more in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 17, for just a minute. In the book of 2 Kings, chapter 17, there's a difference in people that fear the Lord, but they didn't humble themselves. So when we talk about together with humility, we're talking about what goes along with humility. 2 Kings, chapter 17, and in verse 32. So they feared the Lord... That's a good start, you would think, to a reading. So they feared the Lord and made in themselves the lowest of the priests of the high places, which sacrificed for them in the houses of the high place. They feared the Lord, but notice their actions. And they served their own gods after the manner of the nations whom they carried away from thence. Until this day they do after former manners. They fear not the Lord, neither do they after their statutes and after their ordinances and after the law and the commandment which the Lord commanded the children of Israel, whom He named Israel, with whom the Lord hath made a covenant and charged them, saying, Ye shall not fear other gods, nor bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them, but to the Lord. But to the Lord. He said, All these other things you can do, He said, you need to do it to the Lord whom brought you up out of the land of Egypt with great power and has stretched out His arm. Him shall you fear and shall you worship and to Him shall you do sacrifice. And the statutes and the ordinances and the law and the commandment which He wrote for you, ye shall observe to do forevermore and ye shall not fear other gods. And the covenant that I made with you, ye shall not forget, neither shall you fear other gods. But the Lord your God ye shall fear. He shall deliver you out of the hand of all of your enemies. How be it? They did not hearken, but they did after their former manner. You see, this morning I wanted to read you those verses because there's a difference in fearing the Lord and being humble and having that humility that, that God can provide what you need. And you see, we don't like to hear this sometimes, but we have choices. For notice what happened in the 41st verse. So these nations feared the Lord and they served their graven images, both their children and their children's children, as did their fathers, so so do they unto this day. You know, I believe today that if we uh, realize is that all of the choices we have in our life, the Lord has told us, don't turn to these other gods, don't fear these other gods, don't make sacrifice to these other gods, that belongs unto me. You see today, humility, there's a lot of people that are humbled by, by, by lots of circumstances in life. And you know what? There's some circumstances in life that can humble you. But you know what? We have to realize is that we're poor to the Lord, that, that we are poor to Him. And as, as we're reading here in Proverbs, by humility and fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. What happens when we fear the Lord and we have that humility? God's able to bless us in a way that only He can bless Philippians chapter 2, notice what Jesus did in verse 8. Philippians 2 and 8 says, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. You see, Jesus obeyed God. When you want to talk about humility, it's meaning obeying God. We know from Jesus and what, he, what happened to him in the Garden of Gethsemane that, that he was saying, Lord, if there's any other way that, that man can be saved, let this, let this cup pass from me. 
But God had a purpose for him. And he became obedient. He humbled himself. Preacher, Jesus should not have had to humble himself, but he did. He became poor. He became stripped of everything that he had so that you might become rich. He said he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You and I today, we've got to realize is that we must be humble in the Lord and we must realize is that, they, that God, uh, you can bless us and you can, you can grant us these things in our life if we would just humble ourselves and be in that humiliation unto you. I'm going to go back in the book of Leviticus for just a minute. In the Old Testament, the book of Leviticus, towards the very end of the book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 26. People that don't have humility or poor or any of these characteristics that we talk about, they sometimes feel like that something is not fair or it is unjust or we don't deserve that. Folks, it's not a good place for us to get to in our life where we feel like God is unfair, unjust, or we don't deserve that. Folks, the truth of the matter is we all deserve to go to hell. Every one of us. It's not because you're a bad person, you're a sinful person. Folks, there's good people in hell, uh, but it's not because they did bad deeds or good deeds. They're in hell because of their sinful nature, which was passed unto us by Adam in the Garden of Eden. We have a sinful nature. And we see here in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 41 says this. If we're going to be humble, we have to say, Lord, whatever you give me, Let me accept it. And that I have, this is Leviticus 26 and verse 41, that I have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled, in that humility, we talks about things that, that together with humility. Notice what he said. And then, and they then accept the punishment of their iniquity. This morning I want to ask you, you know, how many things in our life do we feel like that, that, that maybe we don't deserve? Or there's things in our life that we feel like that, that we don't want to accept because that doesn't, that doesn't fit us and that's not appropriate for us. But you know this morning, whatever God sees fit to send in our life, may we have enough humility about us to realize, God, we, we deserve these things. We're not worthy of your grace and your mercy, but yet He bestows that upon us. For in the book of 2 Chronicles, let me turn over and read for just a minute. 2 Chronicles chapter 32, bear with me for just a minute this morning. Uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 32. And I want you to read on down to about the 26th verse. This is what happened to Hezekiah after he'd heard uh, about what was going to happen. It says, in those days Hezekiah was sick unto death. This is the 24th verse. And he prayed to the Lord and spake unto him, and he gave him a sign. But Hezekiah rendered, not again according to the benefit done unto him, for his heart was lifted up. Therefore there was wrath upon him and upon Judah and Jerusalem. Notwithstanding all these circumstances that, that Hezekiah was going through, it says, Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart. Both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem so that the wrath of the Lord came not upon them in the days of Hezekiah. You see, when Hezekiah knew what the wrath of God was and the the punishment of God was, he humbled himself. 
He didn't say, God, we don't deserve this, or God, we don't, we're, not un, un, we're unworthy, of, or not unworthy, uh, we don't deserve this, or this is not fair. He didn't say that. What he said was, he humbled himself, he submitted to God, and the, so that the wrath of God came not upon them in the days of Hezekiah. You know, today I pray that we as God's people might get to a place in our life that, that we would humble ourselves and, and, and pray that, 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 that God would help us to turn from the wicked ways that we're in. As a matter of fact, that comes uh, from the book of Second Chronicles. And you know the scripture there in Second Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 7th chapter uh, and the 14th verse says this, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Notice the order of all of these things. The very first thing says, shall humble themselves. Sometimes we realize is that we can't even pray until we've humbled ourselves, until we realize how poor we are, until we realize how, how needy we are in our life. Then we begin to pray. And not only do we begin to pray, he said, they seek my face. And then there's a desire to turn from their ways and their thoughts. He said, and they seek my face. And he says, and turn from their wicked ways. And there's a result of that. When I say what, what goes together with humility this morning, there's a, there's a result of that. For he goes on to say, um, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. You know, this morning my prayer is, is that God would grant unto us these very things. For Proverbs said this, by humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor, and life. You know, I pray this morning that God would allow all of us to live a life. That God would allow us to live a life in a way that, uh, that, 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 that we can walk around with humility. You know, some people mistake weakness for meekness. Sometimes they feel like that you're being weak and that you're being run over or you're just being highly tolerant. What we understand is we're being meek and realizing that we don't always supply the needs of people, but God can. Folks, there is a massive list and there is a massive amount of needs that are needed in this place right here this morning. You thought I was going to say the world, didn't you? There's a massive and there's a large amount of needs for, for, acquaintance, for acquaintances and people of our lives of those just right here. It's not the fact that we, 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 we cannot supply them, but what we have to understand is, is that God can take care of things far better than you and I. Would you have rather been on a, a ship for a flood that was designed by God? Or maybe one that Noah or one of his brothers decided to build? The difference is, is that Noah built it according to God's specs and according to God's calculations. You see, today we have to understand is that God will provide what we need if we'll just listen to Him. This morning, are we going to live and to do these things in a way that, that, that's pleasing to God? And I pray that we would, by humility and fear of the Lord, our riches and honor in life. I'm going to close in just a minute in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2. We talked about prayer, how that he said, if they will begin to humble themselves and pray, humble themselves and pray, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, wants and needs, they all come together into supplications. Now, I understand there's wants in your life and there's needs in your life. 
But I also believe that God wants us to put those supplications to Him. Prayers. Intercessions. And giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. You see, God has a purpose. God has a goal. God has a target. God has an end. In this, that we might come to the truth. And the truth is, folks, we all are poor. And what I mean by that is we, we are deceived whether it's by somebody else or even our own selves that we have the knowledge to do something or that we have the means to do something or we have the, the health to do something. But the truth is be not deceived and come to the truth. The end means of your life is to realize as the old song might even say, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Folks, we are poor, meek people. We are people today that need humility in our life and we need to be much like what we read about here in the book of Proverbs, by humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life. Micah 6 and 8 says, He has showed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee? But to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. For when we walk humbly with God, there's things that happen. And I pray this day that every one of us can humble ourselves and come into the presence of the Lord. You know, humility and pride are the opposites of each other. May we humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord and realize that we are nothing without Him. We are nothing but the dust of the earth. And folks, today when we realize how small we are to God, we realize how big God is. You see, when you elevate yourself up, you, you, become, you almost be like God. Uh, that's, that's what happened. Uh, when Lucifer fell, it's almost like being like God. That's what happened to Adam when he fell. And, and Eve, when they fell, they wanted to be like God. But the shorter that we are, the smaller we are, the bigger God is. And you know what, folks? The grand idea in life is to realize how big God is versus how small we are. God bless you this morning. I, I want us to get a song if we could.